It's time to drop the gloves. Welcome everybody to a show where we drink beer, talk sports, and have all kinds of shenanigans. I am joined in the penalty box with the Glovey Award winner for best guest of last year, co-host the Lord Devin. Why, thank you very much. It's good to be back as always. It's always good to have you. Always good. It's The conversation's always fun and uh, I've... Uh, I've just become a bad influence on you, though. <laughs> and uh, the more and more times you do this with me, I mean, every time the episode is good, every time the conversation's good, but I'm just becoming more of a bad influence. Yeah, well, tonight I brought the uh, the sparkling water, so, you know. But that's because I have to do hey. stuff after the show. But it's blood orange. It is, which actually... Which goes inside with one of the beers that I'm trying tonight. Exactly. And that brought back the goat... And that the best glovey or best beer uh, glovey award winner for best beer in uh, the 2021 year, okay. and that in our inaugural year, and that the Braxton Brewing Company out of Covington, Kentucky, Scooter, their Blood Orange Rattler, so good. This is this is the beer of summer for me. Okay. Well, and now I feel like I need a glass. This this is the official beer of summer, in my opinion. Uh, also is in a flight along with 50 West, Doom Petal, White Ale, Taft's Brewing, Nelly's Key Lime Ale, and Westside Brewing Summer English Style Ale. I have not had the 50 West. I have had the Scooter. I have had the Taft's. And I think we had the Westside maybe in 2021. I cannot remember. It's been a while since but I've had But you said the, the Key Lime one is also the, very good. The Key Lime is really good. Like pie good or... Um, could you put it in the key lime mix to make You probably pie? could. I'm not a pie guy. But... Kind of like the Irish cream stuff that you could put on yeah. the ice cream. Yeah. See, that's the kind of stuff I look for with this is what can I add it to other things that I like? Mm -hmm. you know? So that that would be tempting. Yeah. And then I, I so for for the, the, the guy who doesn't understand all the different kinds of beers, what is a white ale? White ale is a wheat. And is that racist? And that, no. Oh, okay. I'm it's just not sure. Because we uh, got dark ales. We we have dark, we have white, we have light, <laughs> and that uh, we have amber. There's amber ales out mm -hmm. there as well. But uh Is she oh, cute? How would I know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. How would I know? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> um but white ales are uh wheat. They're mostly made of wheat. Okay. And that uh like uh, was it uh, Blue Moon? Blue Moon is a uh, wheat okay. ale uh, or a white ale. Well, there you go. And See, that, I learned something here. I'm, so, I'm glad I came on tonight. Uh, Braxton out of Covington, and then the other three, Westside, Taft's, and 50 West, all out of Cincinnati. Uh -huh. So all local. Yes, they're all local craft brewing companies. And is that how the summer goes, the summer of beer? I just wanted to find summer brews. and okay. And... I mean, I almost got summer ale by uh, Sam Adams, and I almost got uh, Leinenkugel summer shandy. And I've tried shandies before, and those are hit or misses. And I've never tried Leinenkugels before. That, and, but I found, I found these three, uh, the Cincinnati ones, like uh, a week ago. And then me and Mrs. Drop the Gloves went to Braxton Barrel House over in uh, Fort Mitchell. Mm -hmm. And 
for for trivia night, it was Ted Lasso trivia night, and we uh-huh. we had finished all three seasons. Before. Oh, you did finish? Yes, them. we finished okay. all three before going over there, and apparently we didn't we didn't retain enough information from season oh. two. Oh. We knew everything from season one and season three, but nothing from season mm. two stayed. With so was us. season two the worst season? I think we were just in a rush to get through it. Uh-huh. I, I think that was it. I think we were in a rush, and that's why we just didn't retain so enough. So, is it over, over, or because I've heard it certain, might be certain? There's the rumor is going around right now that the show with Jason Sudeikis character as Ted Lasso could be over, but there could be a different character arc in a different like spinoff or okay. something so the universe might not so be the done. yeah the universe of We're ted lasso may not be universes. over yeah as long as there's money to be made that's why there's another i mean there's even movie. actors from the show who even said that uh they would be willing to play this character till they're like old and gray and that and some mm. of them are already getting there well, i was gonna say <laughs> some of them like you know pretty close yeah some of them are already getting there but enough of that let's get to the goat and then you're going to pop open your oh, blood orange? I guess I should open mine. I know. Too, I was about yeah. to say, pop it open. It's a can. It's yeah, a can. Yeah, crack it. I like my, my blood orange sparkling water. Do you, just do you want to try the blood orange oh, beer? Yeah. Can I? Yeah, oh, go for it. All right, all right. You, you want me to just drink it out of the can? Go for it. All right. I don't have cooties. Ooh. Like it? Ooh, that is really good. Mm-hmm. See, now I'm wondering what would happen if I took some of this and some of this and poured them together, like, over ice almost. I don't know. Oh, well, you know. There you go. I just finished the first one. We'll just do that here. Put a little bit more in there. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't have any idea what I'm doing, but I feel like a, little a mixologist mix, little right little mixy, now. mixy. Ooh, so, okay. So you take the sparkling water here, mm-hmm. the blood orange and black raspberry, San Pellegrino, and put some of that in there. That is actually, that, that's kind of, I don't know that I have the proportions all right, but it's very smooth. But if you like it, you like it. That's all that very matters. Very smooth. That's uh, all that matters. And I kind of like the bubbles too. <laughs> I'm going to try the 50 West real quick. Hmm. Now this one you said you hadn't had. I've, I've not had the 50 West until just now. And it's kind of, it's kind of missing. But is it? Bad because it's after the blood orange, and you like that one. So well, much. I mean, the blood orange is the greatest of all time. I mean, I, <laughs> it I can't. It is a glovey winner. It is a glovey winner. You have two glovey winners on this show tonight, and that and Fifty West, they've won worst beer in twenty twenty one. Oh, and that so I have the Fifty West next to the twenty twenty one winner. Is, that is living dangerously. That that friend. is that is living dangerously. It's okay, but it's it's not wowing me. Okay. It's not wowing me, and I, I would pro- I would rather probably drink a Blue Moon. Just that that would be me. Blue okay. Moon over Fifty West. But all right, two out of the four beers are out of the way. We'll get to the other two maybe later. Um, so let's get into sports. What this show is actually all about? Absolutely. Well, since you mentioned Ted Lasso, and that show is about what sport? Soccer. Exactly. I feel like we should start with the soccer news that okay, came out. Okay, let's start with the soccer news. Lionel Messi. I know you don't talk a lot about soccer. I, I don't. But this is a big deal. Yes, it is. He turned down a lot of money to come over to the United States and play 
for Miami, who I guess is last in their conference. I, I don't I don't know, consider myself to be an expert mm-hmm. in Major League Soccer, but people are genuinely excited about this. Like I saw a video earlier today of fans literally dancing in the streets in Miami. Happy. Uh, enter Miami. Yes, they are dead last in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. They're five and eleven. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So ticket sales are already jumping up for later in the summer. Oh yeah. And uh, you know there is a, a pretty high. I think it's. He's from Argentina, isn't that correct? Yes, he's from yeah. Argentina. There's a pretty high Argentinian population in Miami as well, and they're just they're just ecstatic. Like people are already planning on camping out mm-hmm. in front of the stadium to get in on days once he's actually there and ready to play. When we were at Braxton Barrel House the other night, I think I actually overheard a conversation where somebody was saying their ticket sales. Their average was like twenty nine dollars, I think, for a game, and, and now it's like over four hundred or something. Yeah. It's like wow, this is truly for for Major League Soccer, uh, like as big a deal, or maybe even bigger than when David Beckham came over. Yeah, this could be big. I, I would say it's probably bigger because I, I mean Beckham was always very popular. Was I don't know Beckham was he was... ever considered the very best in the world? No, he was just considered. I think David Beckham was always considered like the, I guess face. He was the pretty boy of the. I mean, he got a movie. Soccer. Bend it like Beckham. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he did marry a Spice Girl, and that um, it's a good move, by the way. <laughs> and that yeah, good career move. It helps the look. Helps Absolutely. the look. Helps the bad boy look. There. Absolutely. And that, so yeah, he's kind of like the face or the pretty boy, bad boy kind of face mm-hmm. of soccer. But and, and he's good. He's talented. I won't take that away from For him sure. or yeah. anything. But but I don't think he. I don't think his presence is going. It's not going to compare to what now Lionel Messi. Even though Lionel Messi has joined the MLS so much later in his career. Right, but he did just win the World Cup. And he did win the World Cup last year. So, I mean, that momentum carries over a little bit. The legacy is there. So, you know, we're probably not getting superstar Lionel Messi, but hey, it still is a big deal. Well, I mean, Definitely he, worth sharing. Well, I mean, he's obviously a big name. I mean, look at sure. the ticket sales. Sure. And that it's the whole... Ticket sale thing is like, yeah, you, you may not have, you may not have the Lionel Messi of 2010 or wh- whatever, mm-hmm. but in name alone, look at ticket sales. Well, it was like when Michael Jordan unretired and came and joined the Washington Wizards. I mean, you weren't getting MVP Jordan, and I think everybody knew that, although he still did pretty good for 40 years old, averaging 20 plus points a game. But people still wanted to see him, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, Washington. Nobody, nobody watched Washington at that point. But no. everybody wanted to be there for those games. Whatever city Washington was playing in, that game was always sold out. Their ticket sales during the season, the two seasons I think it was that he was there, almost completely sold out. You know, so everybody understood. You're not getting prime Jordan. You're not getting prime Messi, but. It still is going to be something special because you're getting to witness greatness, mm-hmm. even if it's at the end of the career. Yeah. So that, I mean, that is pretty You special. get to be a part of that. And yeah. here in the United States, because a lot of fans don't get to see that in person. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you can watch it on TV, obviously, World Cup, but but to be able to experience being there, I mean, we've talked about this before, being in the stadium, it doesn't matter what event it is. No. I mean, even even if you go to a Reds game, you might be one of the only people at the Reds game, but it's completely different than watching it on television. Right. Exactly. So, I think it'll be cool. I might actually try and go and see it, just because to, to be able to say, I was there. And I'm now wondering when they play. Does, yeah, when they play Cincinnati. <laughs> now I'm kind of like, okay, how big of a deal is this going to be oh. when he, if if he comes to Cincinnati? The I'm trying to look <clears throat> up the schedule here. Oh yeah, because they may have may have already. They played, may have they already, may not be here. October. October. Oh, they're going to be here in October. Nope. Sorry. Oh. FC Cincinnati is going to Miami. In October. In October. I mean, October is not a bad time of year for a trip to Miami. No. Oh, yep. They've already played Miami. April 1st. They played here. Yep. Oh, well. So maybe maybe next. Two months. Two months uh, too early there. All right. Well, but still, that would be. Who's the next nearest Major League Soccer team to us, location-wise? Columbus, probably. Columbus has a Major League Soccer team? I think so. Yeah, Columbus Crew. And that, uh, let's see here. Let's go to... Wait a minute. So all the major sports put their put their stuff in, like, actual cities, and Columbus has a soccer team? Columbus had one before Cincinnati. <laughs> so... Are there a lot of people in Columbus? Who more, like soccer? More than or... Phoenix, maybe? Possibly. I don't know. I'm just surprised. I'm sorry. I'm surprised I didn't realize Columbus had anything of note. So, uh, let's see here. Columbus. And I've been to Columbus. I'm not trying to rag on your city if you like Columbus or are from Columbus. I just, that surprises me. That'd be like saying that, you know, Champaign, Illinois, where I'm from. Oh, we got a yep, major team. Miami's already been to Columbus. Well, there you go. Well, uh, darn. Nashville. Oh. Here we go. This could be our last chance in the region here. I mean, uh, I got friends in Nashville. I could, I could make that trip. And uh, this could be it. Who knows? Uh, let's see here. Where? Okay, they go to Miami in August. But does Miami come here? And I'm not seeing it. Oh, yep, they've already came. That's it. We're done. Miami has already played all well, the teams in the fine region. Fine, then. I take back my... Ex- no, not really. <laughs> I just... Uh, that is that is sad, though, that all the teams that I could go and see... Uh, well, hopefully he plays next year, then, too. I don't know how long his contract was, I don't know, either. Do you want to try Chicago? Sure. Oh, I don't, I don't want to go to... I, I've been I to Chicago. Wants to. That is not a place that I would prefer to go back to if I can avoid it. Again, my home state, Bulls fan, but that city is just not my favorite. Not my favorite. Nah. Yeah, nobody wants to go to Chicago. So, yeah. All right. There we go. Well, congrats on Lionel Messi on turning down a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, hey, you're going to make Miami uh I mean, he's still soccer. making money. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's still got to make money. But at the same time, it's like congrats to Miami on, you know, it's like who getting this and for the and for major league soccer yeah it's huge so going from football internationally to football in the united states 
Amer- Americano football. Exactly. <laughs> NFL football. So did you see who's been doing summer workouts? No. Who's been doing summer workouts? A certain Aaron Rodgers who hasn't done any summer <laughs> activities for years because, you know, MVP, Super Bowl. And here he is not only doing them, giving interviews, saying, man, I'm having the most fun I've had in years. How, how do you think Green Bay people are feeling about that? Oh, right they're, they're absolutely livid, I'm sure. Kind of like Tom Brady going to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and winning a, a championship, The very next right? year, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I noticed that and I was like, wait a minute, he's doing summer stuff? At this age, at this stage of your career, he's out there with the rookies. Something tells me he's really, uh, really Re- happy with the roster that he's got. Reinvigorated, then. probably. A lot of meditation probably went into that. Yeah. So his darkness retreat maybe is finally paying off. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, I'm still very interested of what exactly happens during a darkness retreat. Besides just being in the dark, like, are, do they pump in smell good stuff, or are you just high the whole time? Is it I, a lot I don't, of napping? I don't know, but I mean, it, it started to freak me out when it, originally he said he was going to go into this retreat for like four days, and it ended up being like two weeks. Right, and I was like. Are, are we sure he's still alive in there? In the darkness with 40 virgins? Like, what is going I mean, on? I mean, can he even find the door handle? I mean, can he find the door handle? Can you imagine that if the story comes out sometime that the reason he was gone so long is he got lost? <laughs> Couldn't get out. It was dark. Left his phone outside of the room. Couldn't call for help or anything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, but I just thought that was interesting because he's been pretty grouchy the last few years yes yes he has i mean still playing at a high level doing the job which i respect that because a lot of players when they're unhappy with their situation they just kind of quit on the team or phone it in Kyrie irving i'm sorry not (laughs) that we're gonna name drop anybody um but i mean still went out there and did the job for green bay i i I respect that Mm -hmm. but it really seems like this move has just completely reinvigorated him so i'm i'm curious to see how long this lasts mm-hmm. and what the product on the field actually looks like. Be interesting. I was about to say, go New York Packers. <laughs> <laughs> go New York Packers. Oh, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. No, I, Hey, they got everybody who used to play with him in Green Bay. Right. I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, guys start calling them for what they are. They're going to be the Packers for a year. They're following the Tampa Bay model, right? I mean, they bring in Brady. What do they immediately do? They go out and get Gronk. Yep. Right? You know, make the quarterback comfortable. Yeah, make him comfortable. Make him feel special and everything. Hoping it's like you're, he's the face of the title. franchise now. It's yeah. like. Yeah. Because there's nobody else in on the Jets. So there you go. Besides so. Mike White. But he only had like one good game and that just happened to be against the Bengals. So. Yeah, I'm like, I got nothing on that. So I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> all right. So how about your favorite sport? Hockey. What the, I, I mean, I already know, but you know, just a little minor interesting thing going on. Oh uh, yeah. We're in the middle of the Stanley cup finals. Right. And, uh, game four will be played Saturday. Uh, in Florida, and uh, Vegas is currently up 2-1. Come on. I mean, it was a good game. Game three went into overtime, uh-huh. and uh, that was, I mean. But it I, looked I started, like they were going to win. Ve- Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I was like, I, I, I did not want to, I did not want to celebrate too early because I kind of almost did that with Boston in game seven. I was like, I'm, I've learned my lesson here. I'm not going to do that again. But yeah. I was, but I started really thinking going, oh my gosh, what happens if Vegas goes up three, nothing in the series? Because there's only been one team in the entire history of the NHL who has come back from an 0-3 deficit in the Stanley Cup final. And that was the Toronto Maple Leafs. In like 1943 or something. Oh wow! Long freaking time ago, back when they actually could win a cup, and that. Um, but I mean, it was just like I was like, oh my gosh, what what could happen here? Because I didn't. I I I even said it last week. I don't believe a sweep is possible for either team. Hmm. I didn't believe that there could be a sweep. But last, but yeah, that game three, I was like, what if? Vegas goes up three nothing. I'm mm-hmm. like, I was like, I, I mean, I was waiting for this to kind of happen with Florida, where they would actually meet somebody who, like Boston, was a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they kind of steamrolled over Toronto. They went up three zero. Toronto made it somewhat of a series by winning one game, and that, then they sell those tickets. And then they swept. Carolina, which I totally did not see coming. Right. And then, and now you've met Vegas, and the first two games at Vegas, it was all Vegas. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow. I mean, I knew Vegas was good, but I was like... Well, and the majority of game three was all Vegas. Yeah. Too. And yep. so it was kind of... But, I mean, I can't... I, I, I cannot count out Florida because they've proven that they are a scrappy team. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to those dying seconds of close games... They turn it on. Mm-hmm. The intensity, the uh, momentum, all of a sudden shifts. Doesn't matter if they're home or away. I actually had to look up when was the last time Florida lost at home during the playoffs. Okay, when was it? I, I, it was the only loss they had to Toronto in the second round. Really? Game four at Florida on May 10th. And that's the only one the whole playoffs that they've lost. That oh. they've lost at home since now since the Boston series. They did lose a few at Boston or, or at home to Boston, okay. but that was the last loss that they had in the playoffs hmm. since Boston. And the next game is in Florida. Game four is in Florida. So you could see a tied series. Maybe. We could see tied going back to Vegas for game five, and that. Man. And so who who's who's the top seed? Vegas is the top seed. They, okay. Vegas was so if it goes seven, the last game would be in Vegas. Game seven would be in Vegas. Okay, hmm. and that and everybody was like that could make a difference. That could make a difference. Everybody was already saying like, oh, can the Florida Panthers come back from two zero? Yes, I don't count anybody out at two zero. Mm-hmm. I don't count anybody out. I mean, Boston in two thousand eleven went down two zero. Vancouver was the top tier team or the top seeded team in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and that first two games. Yeah, first two games were at Vancouver. Vancouver won both. Next two games were in Boston. Boston won both. Went back to Vancouver for game five. Vancouver won. Went back to Boston for game six. Boston tied it up in order to force game seven. And then finally Boston won in game seven in Vancouver. And Vancouver rioted. (laughs) I can just imagine the Canadians rioting. Which, side note, Canada, all the wildfires, you know, hope you all stay safe. Yep. Get out of the danger if you need to. We're breathing the smog down here. 
a little bit, but not nearly as bad as on the East Coast. But just throw that out. Definitely thinking about the Vancouver or the the Canadian listeners uh, with everything going on. But yeah, I'm just imagining the Canadians rioting. What do you think? What does that look like? What does a Canadian riot look like? Uh, from what I saw in the pictures from 2011, a lot of cars being tipped over. Um, so like Chicago or LA rioting? Yes. Okay. Let's think major city rioting here. I mean, Vancouver is... It's a major Canadian city. They had an NBA team at one time. At one time. That's now in Memphis. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Daniel, I think my brother Daniel actually used to have... The Vancouver Grizzlies jersey. At Big one Country point. Reeves. Uh, I don't remember who was on the name. I know I had. I know I had a Phoenix Suns jersey, and I think it was Barkley oh, on the back. Okay. Yeah. And that, but Daniel at one point mm-hmm. had a Vancouver Grizzlies jersey growing up. It was yeah. the '90s. You got all the really Van- Vancouver. I mean, they they were never they were never great when they were up there, but they could be scrappy too. The year that the Bulls won seventy-two and ten, one of their losses was to Vancouver. And nobody expected them that game to even be close. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> no, nobody picks the Admirals to win, but <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But, but that's why you play the game. Bryant, Big Country Reeves. I remember him because I was like, "That's a, a NBA player who's white, who's actually good, <laughs> and not just like Steve Kerr shooting the three good, but he could actually play. He could rebound, he could defend, and then he hurt his feet and was out of the league." Dreams of all the white people are gone. Yeah. <laughs> so who do, who are you projecting to win going forward? Next game's in Florida. Coming back to hockey, Stanley Cup. Do you think they'll they'll pull it out at home? Tie it up. I mean, it really depends on what happens. I mean, Florida well, scored. That's usually how the game. Flor- Florida scored first in game three, and I thought uh, that's it. Momentum is in their favor. Vegas has got an uphill battle. Vegas tied mm-hmm. before going into the first intermission. Vegas scored again in the second period and went up two one. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, what what is happening here?" Mm-hmm. And then and then in the dying minutes of period number three florida turned on that intensity like i was saying and tied it up forced overtime and Mm -hmm. when they're in that like do or die situation they are on it so i mean i'm not going to say who scores first first is going to have the momentum or anything i mean florida scored first at vegas in game one and i was kind of like oh no here we go again and that i i really was i was like oh my gosh they're gonna suck the momentum right out of this place and it's vegas this is like oh my gosh and that but ever but ever since they score first vegas has always answered the call mm-hmm. has always re- answered the bell like okay we get it you're here to play we are too so i would think I would think it would still be, and I mean, home ice advantage aside, Vegas possibly wins mm-hmm. game four. But I could see Florida winning game five in Vegas. Hmm. All right. Who starts the first fight? Florida. Florida starts the first fight. And the reason why I say that is they're scrappy and that they are a physical team. And there was it their captain uh or captain or assistant captain matthew uh to chuck and that he is he tried to get into a fight with the 
with a teammate of or a former teammate with the Vegas team and Ve- and the guy was like, no, nah, no, nah, you're not worth it. You're not worth it. They say he tried. <laughs> and then, well, he came up to him and was like, I mean, he wanted to start something, and the Vegas guy was like looking up at the scoreboard like it's six to two this isn't worth it <laughs> and then, Fair enough. yeah we're up six two in game two i don't need to fight you <laughs> no uh no momentum shift comes from yeah that. yeah all right so then ultimately who do you think is going to be the champ you still going with vegas i got i gotta stick with vegas i still want i still need i still need to be avenged here Okay. And that my my Boston Bruins deserve a little bit of <laughs> peace of mind. And that and we and we all do. All of us Boston fans need a little peace of mind knowing that we cannot just let a Florida team beat us and they go on to win everything including the Boston Celtics. And that having a Miami both Miami teams. Yeah. The Florida Panthers and yeah. the Miami Heat beating a Boston team in a game seven. And I and I have to come back because I said the last time I was here, you will see Boston come back and win. Almost. So that, I, so that it can be Boston and L.A. And by golly, I was wrong on both accounts. Both counts. Not I, only were you wrong. It's one thing to be wrong about Boston coming back and forcing game seven. And, and, and but that, Tatum was hurt. But Tatum was hurt in game seven. But... It's another to be completely oh, wrong, God, like I was yeah. with Carolina and Florida, with you being wrong about Denver and L.A. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was honestly, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. I was like, how could the NBA? I mean, Denver is a really good team by all accounts. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just look at the box score, and and Joker is averaging a triple double. I think for Denver. Uh, I mean, he had he had that, and then Murray had I think thirty five or thirty six and and ten the the last game. I mean, they they have a one two punch, but they've got some good role players who know their roles and do it. Mm-hmm. Very very good team. But I just thought the the markets, the you know, the media attention, everything. I was like, there is no way that the NBA is going to want Denver and Miami. You're going to want the Lakers and and Boston. So I, I really thought they would find a way to make it happen, but I was wrong. The Lord was wrong. Oh my gosh. False God. Okay, take, sorry. That's too that's that, too far. That's, I am not yes, that kind yes, of Lord. Yes, you've you've crossed the line there. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I was just absolutely stunned. Now, again, you can attribute Boston and Boston fans are to the fact that Tatum was hurt and oh it would have been you know them if the, if he hadn't been hurt and all that okay well you still lost 3 yeah to not even Miami you lost 3 to uh Jimmy Butler yeah <laughs> he just beat you every time <laughs> uh you know so who knows it could have been could have been Boston and and Denver but Miami again scrappy yep I mean, Bam, I don't know how you say his last name. Abadeo. Abadeo, there you go. A lot better than I thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually watching him. And then, of course, I mean, Butler, his story is just amazing. 
his background and and like what he came from had no division one offers was basically like begging for a chance mm-hmm. and then manages goes to juco and then finally gets into d1 ends up getting drafted not even a high draft pick for the bulls and like wills himself to be a star mm-hmm. every step of the way rough family upbringing and everything and just focused and out there and and I, I i mean he's i like rooting for him just because of that story but denver man i just don't know <laughs> i mean miami did get the one i wouldn't be surprised if they win another one and and it's you know a, a competitive series overall mm-hmm. but i just don't know how you actually beat denver in a seven game series with what miami has after butler I don't know. Mm-hmm. It would take. It would take. It would take a miracle. So, you. So you're picking Denver over Miami. I mean, reluctantly, I would love to see Miami win, and I mean the the Butler swagger. Even he refused to hold the Eastern Conference trophy when they were doing the celebration. He's like, I'll hold the next one. So he's superstitious. I mean, that's swagger right mm-hmm. there. That's confidence. I mean, that was that was a question that I had. Uh, I think last episode too was, uh, would you touch the conference championship trophy? Because Florida touched the Eastern Conference, oh. the, the Prince Wales Trophy. I think it's Prince Wales Trophy. I'm a hockey fan. I should know this. Um, <laughs> and then Vegas, they didn't touch. I think is the Campbell Trophy. And at the Western Conference Trophy, they did not. So Vegas did not. Florida did. None of them did? No, none of them did. No, it, so they it, just set it on the ice and left it there? They, they, they put it on the table, and they brought the captains over to take a picture, and then they brought the rest of the team over, took the picture, and they skated off. And then, Well, because the last time Vegas won the Western Conference was their inaugural season, mm-hmm. they touched the Campbell Trophy right. and lost to the Washington Capitals and Ovechkin. Who did touch their Eastern Conference Championship trophy and won? So there's there's two different theories. If like depending on who you are or what conference you're in, mm-hmm. like from what I've seen over the past decade, teams who touch the trophy in the East end up winning. Teams really? who don't touch in the West end up winning. Interesting. So it's, it's conference specific. It's that. conference specific. Interesting. So if Boston had made it to the semis, I would have begged them to touch it. <laughs> Please rub all over that. Thing. I was like, guys, you gotta touch it. You gotta touch it, man. You gotta do it. Come on. I mean, look at look at Tampa. Tampa almost had a three peat. All right, and they touched it all three times. Mm-hmm. 2020, 2021, 2022, almost a three peat, and that. Mm. I, w- I wonder if there's actual data on that. Because, I mean, you hear about sports superstitions all the time, mm-hmm. right? But that's very interesting. I, I thought it was. and I, Because, yeah, Florida was like, oh, heck, yeah, we're going to touch it. We earned this crap or whatever. We earned this shit. We're totally going to touch the trophy. Whereas Vegas is like, we learned our lesson in 2018. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> See, and I would probably be of the opinion, if I were on a team or if I were coaching a team, and you... You won. You're like, yeah, give me the trophy. I mean, the only the only thing that I can compare that to is my freshman year of high school. Our basketball team won the freshman tournament. 
out of like 16 other teams mm-hmm. and I was I didn't want to let go of the trophy I mean I was I was like riding the bench didn't even play in the tournament but I was like we won I won it's my <laughs> coach actually gave me that trophy because mm-hmm. I was like yes we won it so I would have been the kind of person to be like yeah give it to me I want to hold it I want to touch it I want pictures I want video I want everybody to see me with it but that is interesting yeah hmm very, very hmm. interesting. Is it time to try another one officially? Um, well, I've kind of tried all of them now. So uh, the way I would rank it is Scooter, obviously number one. I'm actually going to have to give the edge over t- for second place to West Side. Over the key line. Over the key line. Oh my goodness. And I, so Key Lime goes three, and unfortunately 50 West brings up. So the at what point do you just stop? drinking 50 west stuff because it seems like every time you drink something from them they have they have one or two that are good but there are some that i still have not tried but yeah you would think i've learned my lesson by now i mean if they wanted to sponsor the show you might like them better of course but i just i'm I'm i would try i would grit through my teeth (laughs) i would grit you would constantly drink the one or two I, I would say, guys, I, I will I will totally uh, accept your sponsorship, but please, I need like a year's worth of this particular one or I can't do it. Can we just put the uh, Braxton Blood Orange in one of your cans, ship it over? Okay, that'd be fine. Yeah, well, interesting. Yeah, can I use the can but not the beer that's supposed to be inside the can? All right, now that's like real commercials, you know, where they... They have you, you know, taking a taking a bite of the burger or something. Yeah. But it's not the burger from that store. Well, you're taking you're taking a bite of the burger. However, they dressed it up to make it look so appetizing, but it's not going to look that way when you go through the drive-through. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but I'm surprised about the key lime because even before we started and you drank any of them, you were talking about key lime is good very they- good. It is. It's very good. But I got to give the edge to Westside. Well, there you go. So, and and I have said before that these two brewing companies, Braxton and Westside, mm-hmm. they are my top two out of the whole greater Cincinnati area. Mm-hmm. And that Braxton is the best in Northern Kentucky, in my opinion, out of the five that I have gone to. I have yet to be to have yet to have gone to Westside. I went to Taft's a few week weekends ago. That was pretty good. It was a good okay. experience. And that I have yet to go to Westside. I cannot wait to go, but they are the best in Cincinnati already, okay. in my opinion, over Taft's, 50 West, Ryan Geist. I'm, I'm taking Ryan Geist off my brewery tour because I've just, I've to your point about the whole 50 West, when is it are you going to just stop drinking 50 West? I'm at that point with Ryan Geist. Oh, wow. Okay. There's nothing good by Ryan Geist except one beer. Luckily, it is their year-round beer. Okay. Luckily, it's year-round. If it was seasonal, I'd be like, yeah, it's good until <laughs> after that season. But luckily, it is a year-round beer. So now here's here's a question for you. Out of all the different beers, where would you rank Braxton? Because they're your favorite local. Yes. Out of everything. Like all the beers that I've tried? Yeah. I mean, Like you know, all beer brands, all, all beer companies? All of them. Where are they? Oh, my gosh. Man, that's a tough one. I mean, Braxton's the best out of Northern Kentucky. Westside's the best out of Cincinnati. But you but, already said you like Braxton better. 
I like I like their I like the scooter. You like that? I, I like the scooter okay, over the summer. Okay. Now I have also said on this show before that if I had to pick who is the best overall in the greater Cincinnati area, my pick is Westside. Oh, okay, all right. Well, fine then. I'll switch up the question. Where would you rank Westside in terms of of all of them that you've you've tried? They're going to make the top 10. Westside definitely makes the top 10. Actually, I think they make the top five. Oh. Westside would make the top five. Okay. Because they have, the the summer is a good one. Uh, I have tried their um, German Irish lager. That won this year's Glovey for best beer. I remember you talking about that one before. And that, okay. um, I've tried their, uh, they had one. Uh, they had a win, um, a Christmas beer a few years ago that I tried. It was dangerously good, <laughs> really dangerous. But, uh, I mean, it was high in alcohol vo- by volume and everything. It was called their Krampus Coal. And uh, it was like a um, Christmas porter. Oh, dear God, that was so good. It was so freaking good. Hmm. I mean, I, I'm kind of almost thinking Westside's in the top three now oh my oh my west side's in the top three braxton's in the top three of all of them out, out of all of them out okay. of all that i have tried so so braxton and west side are in your top three so who's the third Ooh, yeah so who's the third that's one? my question is Taft in there or have you had enough from them now, the, now, now the experience that i had at Taft's a few weeks ago was good food was good Three out of the five beers in the flight that I had were good. One I took a huge chance on, mm-hmm. and you posted about this. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, it's uh, on Instagram at uh, Drop the Gloves Podcast. All mm-hmm. case, all one word. I saw and that because uh, I asked you a question: What is a flight? Because this is how little I know about beer. Yeah, a and flight you, is four to five. Yeah. Like, and so you got you got five. You said I had five. Okay. Three out of the five were good. The best one again was not Key Lime. Oh. And that, did I even, you have key lime? I did get the key lime to like be like sort of the measuring stick. Like okay. I knew this was good. Did I needed need to like try that? the others. Fair, fair. And there was one called Through the Grapevine by Tafts, and it was like drinking Concord grape juice. Okay. It was that good. And wow. I and that was put in front of the Tafts key lime. So why do you not have that one here? That seems very It's summery. not in a can. What? They don't sell it in cans. So you're telling me that we actually have to go to Taft's because I want to try this Concord grape. You want to try it? Brit- Brittany tried it. Yeah. She didn't like it. I tried. Really. I, I tried. But if you like grape stuff, because some people don't like grape stuff. I don't like grape. That's why I. Tr- that's why it was a chance for me. I'm oh. not a grape guy. See, because like grape soda, good, hey, good grape soda. I don't like grape soda. It's my favorite. I don't like, I mean, I don't even like grape flavored candy. Really? I mean, no. I mean, that's why it was such a chance on me. Huh. And that, that's why it was such a chance and trying it, that beer. And, and it, it ended up being the best out of the whole flight. All right. All right. So would you put them in the top 10 overall? Or maybe are they not quite there yet? They're not there yet. Okay. They need, okay. To, they need to work on it a little bit. All right. Bit. So Westside and Braxton. And you're still... I, I can't think. Right now it's these two. And Westside's number one. Braxton's number two. Hmm. That, that that's the way I would do it. Westside is number one. Braxton is number two. Hmm. So here's here's what we need to do. The next time I'm on, I'm inviting myself on again. Okay, uh, more than welcome we, to. We need we need to have your favorites. 
like all my favorites from. We need, we need to have your favorites at least. At least you got four glasses, so we need to have at least two from each mm-hmm. to try. And and I think we can exclude these two because I've, I've I've tried that. Okay, mm-hmm. so find the others that you like and and let's have them. Well, the, the, the I'll, I'll even I'll even buy them. The the problem, see, there's a little bit of a problem with that because the best West Side beer that I've ever had is their German Irish Lager, and that comes out in the spring. Scooter is the best of Braxton that I've ever had, and it comes out in the summer. So there's different seasons here. There may be an Oktoberfest beer that is out there. I do love Oktoberfest beer. What is your favorite one from Westside? I'm just going to see. German-Irish lager. It, I West kn- side. I know it's no longer being made. I know it. Well, I'm wondering if I could find somebody who's got a case of it for <laughs> sale. <laughs> and, uh, um, like my, my, probably my top, Favorite Oktoberfest beer has to be uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. That's my favorite Oktoberfest out of all of them. That one right there? Is yes, that that, that's it. For those of you that are listening, I just pulled it up on Google. I'm trying to make sure I find the right thing. So I want to see if you can. Oh. Somebody have it? Oh, I don't know. But people, it's it's rated pretty highly. Yes. Right? Yes, you it know, is. The masses. All right. And Hold I, on. Let's see if uh, I can. See, if I could do, like, my favorite seasons all at once, do, like, the spring beer, which is Westside Gill, summer, which is Braxton Scooter, fall, which would be Sam Adams Oktoberfest, and then winter would probably be... Christian Moorline had a really good one last year. It was called... What was it called? It was a winter ale. It was so good. I I couldn't find it in a six-pack. Oh, I cannot remember. Was it Anvil? I think it was their anvil it was their winter ale something winter lager whatever that was the best winter beer i've ever had and uh so you still can't pick a third i can't pick a third there's right. too many out there now th- these are the best two locally and i would say the best two out of all that i have tried i've tried shiners from texas i've tried wise acre from memphis tennessee yazoo mm-hmm. from tennessee uh i hope the beer from memphis is better than the barbecue because dry rub just mm-mm. See, I can't say I've actually had authentic Memphis barbecue. I can say I've had Memphis beer, but I can't say I've had so Memphis if barbecue. If you're truly having authentic Memphis barbecue, you cannot use sauce. And that just ruins the whole experience. Yeah. It's like that. That The dry rub has to be really good, though. I mean, that's the I like my rub. I like my seasoning on my meat, like steak, pork, or, and all that. But I, you need some sauce. But I, I do look for that little extra... So like, you know. So you know, here's here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking, okay? I'm going to go out on a limb here. Mm-hmm. I think we should do a show from my house, okay? Okay. Because my wife makes a homemade barbecue sauce that's a family recipe. It's amazing. We do the barbecue. You bring the beer. Okay. And we try and we decide which one's the best. Try the barbecue and the beer, and well, I mean, and determine which is better, barbecue or no, beer. No, oh no, which one's the best beer? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, so you bring you bring some of your favorites. Okay, like you can just bring some cans. You know, that's okay. fine. I don't because I, I'm obviously not going to drink the whole can myself. Oh. You, know, you know, but we'll try. We'll put them all out, and we'll have the barbecue. We'll talk some sports, and we'll try, and we'll 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 decide. I will be the impartial because I have. 
no dog in this fight. I don't know any of these. And uh, you can say, hey, I like this one. I like this one. And I'll be like, yeah, that's all right. Or, oh, that's really good. Or, oh, that sucks. What do you think? I like it. I like it. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Barbecue. When? We don't know. But... Barbecue and beer. Well, it's got to be the summer. Well, it's got to be. Okay, summer. All right. Barbecue and beer. So an episode to be determined later. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Because, I mean, why not? Because there's not as many sport-related things to talk about in July. <sighs> unless you like, unless you really like getting into baseball in July. <laughs> Golf. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Speaking of which, just got to throw out there, yeah. PGA and Live yeah. merging. As far as we know, it sounds like it's a mess out there. Yeah, yeah. And if you're a golf fan, I, I, you have my sympathies. You have my sympathies. This would be like <laughs> this would be this would almost be like, man, like the NHL merging with like a lesser league or something. Like NHL is merging with the AHL or something. Or so the, the what league are the Cyclones in? ECHL. Okay. So, yeah, do that. Now, if the ECHL was to merge with the AHL, I'm totally in favor of that. <laughs> Cyclones move up a level, man. I'm totally in favor of that. <laughs> they move from double A to triple A hockey. I'm totally in favor of that. <laughs> good, good. They put on a good product overall, top to bottom, the Cyclones. Yes, they do. Yes, they but, do. Yeah. Golf is, again, golf, worldwide big sport. I mean, Liv attracted all these players over paid them tons of money not quite sure what's going to happen to some of them with that money because i mean you like you promised 250 million dollars over what 10 years or something yeah well now that you're combining the leagues i mean are they still going to get that who's responsible for that did you have a contract yeah i mean i work in real estate contracts are legal documents breaking them has consequences but if you're combining do the contracts just get voided you start from scratch, yeah. Because like most PGA players, my understanding, maybe I'm wrong, but it's not like you get a base salary to be a professional golfer. You got to go out and play, and then you make money in the tournament. But these guys here just here's 250 million just come and show up a couple of times a year, and you play less amount of uh, holes too, right? And then so, instead of 72, you're playing 54 in the Live Tour, and you're allowed to wear shorts, and they even play music. Sacrilege. Do they get to wear flip-flops, too? I have no clue. But I'm sure that would probably not be frowned upon. I don't know. But it seems like the only person that I've seen that's really, really happy about this is the PGA Commissioner. Because he got something out of this. He totally got something out of this. Well, I mean, again, a little conspiracy theorist, but he had to have, right? Yeah. Because here he is preaching for months leading up, you know, as you were saying to me earlier before we started, PGA is pure. We have like values and standards, and then he's the one who's like, if "This you is stay, great for golf." Yeah, yeah, yeah. His press conference or his press release was, "This is a good day for golf. We are not. We are unifying under one umbrella." Is like, what the hell, dude? You were like last year. You were telling all these players, if you leave, it is unpatriotic or something. I mean, I mean, he equated it to like nine eleven and everything. It's like, and now all of a sudden you're like, it's a great day for golf. Well, obviously something happened. It was a great day for him in golf. Yes, yes. How much did the Saudi princes promise you, sir? How much of that? I mean, we're paying two hundred million dollars to the players, so. I don't know, because he's not even going to be the Are, are new... we going to later find out that 
It's going to be the golf commissioner, the PGA commissioner, who is going to be the highest paid commissioner out of all of the North American sports. Gosh, that would be kind of fun. That would be so funny if that's what happens because of this. It's like... Because it's golf. Because most people would say, oh, it's Roger Goodell. It's the NFL. He's the highest paid commissioner out of everybody. Which would make sense. It does make sense. But then all of a sudden, with this merger, you're going to be like, wait a minute. Him? The PGA commissioner? I don't know. All I know is that it definitely seems like somebody was sliding some money in There's some shady shit going under a down. table somewhere. Yes. Because that was just a complete about face on everything. Huge 180. Yep. So I'm curious to see though, what actually happens to the product. Like the tournaments. Yeah. Especially if the players aren't happy. Yeah. I mean, do you add another majors uh, a tournament. Yeah, just be like uh, WWE. We'll just keep adding belts, you know. Adding belts, adding pay-per-views. Why? Try and make everybody relevant all at the same time. Right. I'm waiting now that they're owned by uh, UFC. I'm just waiting for you know some uh, crossover. Crossover, yeah. You know, all maybe, of a sudden Conor maybe, McGregor's music hits. <laughs> maybe that's how Roman Reigns finally loses. If he, if he gets sucker punched by Conor McGregor and loses the belt, I'm gonna be laughing my butt off. I would watch that pay per view <laughs> just to watch Roman Reigns lose. Absolutely. And and on that note. Iron Cheek passed away this week. Yes, before we leave, we got to mention that. Absolutely, I mean a great in the industry, a titan. Yes, yes hats off for the Sheik. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm sure Hulk Hogan is breathing a sigh of relief though, because uh, he, you know, why is and that? The, and the Sheik had an ongoing feud, and it ah. seemed like the Sheik always got the better of him. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, very very. Sad to, to hear about that. Yeah. So, whenever a sports legend in any sport passes away. Yes, absolutely. So, there we are. We've covered a lot today. We've covered a lot. We've actually even gone over on time. Too. What? Yeah. We're over an hour, man. Got a, I got a long night of editing ahead of me. <laughs> you couldn't figure out your third beer. I... You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> Ten minutes trying to figure it out. Yeah, you, you kept egging me on. <laughs> blame the guest. My show. I'm allowed to blame whoever. <laughs> I see how it is. Well, Devin. Better watch it. I'm going to serve you dry rub. No sauce. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I'll definitely have to be drinking a lot of beer then. <laughs> Devin, thanks again for coming back on. Absolutely. It's, it's always fun, as we said in the beginning. It was a good time today. Yep. Good time. I'm glad you enjoyed uh, your one sip or few sips of uh, the Braxton there. It was a little more than one. And that I will, if it's still around for the barbecue and beer episode to be named later, then I will bring it as well. There we go. Sound good? Absolutely. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for us inside the penalty box for episode 124. 124. 124. Uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Drop the Gloves Podcast, all lowercase, all one word, for all the beer, sports, and shenanigans that take place in between these episodes. We are a uh, big shout out to uh, hosting platform Spotify for Podcasters for uh, 124 episodes. Thank you guys. We are also on Apple, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Google. F you, Google. I'm bringing it back. I don't care. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> I can only smile. <laughs> I'm, I'm a duck, duck, go guy. That's, that's why I, 
kind of one of the reasons why I do it. But there's another backstory to it, which I don't want to get into at the end of this show. <laughs> Devin, thanks again for coming on. I am your host, Charlie, and we will see you guys next time in the penalty box.